Welcome back to the White Noise Podcast. I don't know why I keep doing that accent. Welcome back to the White Noise Podcast. I'm Ethan, joined by Gumdrock Scutterbutt. That's a new one. <laughs> and as always, Jacob behind the glass. Yes. Welcome back, gentlemen. It is it's good to be back. Nice to have you back, Gavin. How was your business trip last week? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, pretty good. I met everybody that's been on this podcast, despite them being on this podcast. Nice. That's very good. He also, he also went to... <clears throat> You know, we don't want to give too much away, but Gavin's gonna Gavin's gonna make these Gavin vs. Wild things a reality. So he's had to survey my opponents. Exactly, <laughs> do some interviews, safari some, trips. some skirmishes, safari trip, <laughs> seeing uh, which one he wants to take on for our first Gavin vs. Wild live premiere. I went ahead and killed the. T- I killed every single animal. I went to Africa and killed the hippo for everybody who fucking doubted me. <laughs> Exclusive preview of Planet on my, Earth, my shoulders. narrated by David Attenborough. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, got a lot to dive into today. Oh, some oh. foreshadowing. We got some foreshadowing. Foreshadowing <laughs> of a body of water, maybe? Maybe. Stay maybe. tuned. Gavin vs. Wild coming up. And we are back. And, you know, let's just, let's cut into the the cake. Let's cut into it real good. Uh, Kenobi, since our last episode, three episodes of Kenobi have been released. Sheesh. That's halfway through through the series now. Literally. I was going to say, isn't there only six episodes? Yeah. sick. I love it. Um, we're not going to give any spoilers, so don't worry about any spoilers if you haven't seen it, because Gavin has not seen it. He'll watch Moon Knight religiously, but not Kenobi. I look forward. Right. I was more hyped for Moon Knight, okay? <laughs> He'd rather play f- uh, For Honor. Yes. Or Rainbow. Or both. <laughs> Either one sound like horrible times, and I've never even played those games. <laughs> they're not good times, I'll tell you that. Exactly. <laughs> but aren't they? They're both Ubisoft, right? Yes. <laughs> they're, both not, they're both not good times well, therein lies your problem. <laughs> um... Uh, Jacob, as the in-house Star Wars expert, yes. you have it tattooed on your body. Actually, yes, I do. You do? Um, Let me see that. <gasps> I crazy. just flashed Gavin. Just flashed him. Team Galactic all the way. The Galactic Empire. Hang brain. Yeah, we don't accept your kind here. Um, so, Jacob, what do, you, what do you think of Kenobi? What does your Star Wars inner fan think about the show? My inner fan? Your outer fan. Oh. Your fan. What do you think of the show? My ceiling fan loves it, but me also, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's a good one. I obviously I want to wait to see how it finishes because because of like the link between the prequels and the original trilogy. Um, so right now I'm having a great time, but depending on how they finish it, you know, certain characters, certain interactions between uh, Kenobi and other people involved in the Star Wars universe. It's really hard not giving spoilers. I don't know how much are spoilers. <laughs> mm. But I just want I just want to see how it ends. Yeah. And I think that's that's a fair assessment. I know there's been a lot of criticism and controversy with Moses Ingram's character who plays a character in the, Reba, in the a grand uh, an inquisitor, a Jedi hunter, if an you inquisitor. Will. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to clip that. What we'll, we'll, no. No, no we don't I'm, I'm gonna clip it. That was a bad exquisite. One. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Anyway, which one does is, is it grand grand one? Grand Inquisitor. What yeah, are, who does they who does who do they play? One of the Inquisitors, not a, not the Grand. No, okay. one of the regular Jedi hunters. Third sister, that's her name. Um, 
But Ooh, I, I have heard there's the been around that a lot of. It's it's based around <clears throat> people not liking what's happening with that character, and they're you know attacking the the actress. I've never understood that. Yeah, I yeah, never no. understood that. Especially coming from a writer's point exactly. of view. Yeah, you're like I, I see something I don't like, which I, I I can see, I can understand why fans don't like the character right now. Yeah, I mean it's not even done yet, so I don't have that opinion, but I can see why this character is made to be unlikable. Yeah, and if the actor does that or the actress does that That's like well, doing a good job. Yeah. She's doing a good job. Doing what the writers intended. Yeah. They they definitely Why is that her fault. They definitely intend for her to be unlikable because it, it's the very other apparent. characters the other characters don't even like her. Yes. And it's, it's very apparent. So then therefore the audience doesn't like her. So there's a reason for it. It just comes down to why. Like yeah. what's the reasoning? I that's why, as Jacob said, like it's a matter of finishing it. Wait till all the episodes are out so you can evaluate it as a whole instead yeah. of nitpicking. I mean, it was it happened after the first two episodes that she was getting, getting attacked, attacked yeah. about it. I was telling like, Ethan about this too. I was because yeah, he, he just asked me about it or he brought it up. Um, but with this character, I I I mean, like I said, I I'm to- I totally get why people don't like the character. Even characters in the show are attacking her, or like putting her down, saying she's nothing, whatever. And I want to see what the story, what happens, why, mm-hmm. in the story. Yeah, you just got to give that time to unfold. Yeah, exactly. So if that does not happen, if I don't, if there's nothing, no reason for that, if she just ends up being kind of like brushed to the side towards the end, then I'll have a problem with how that character was portrayed. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I can... But- you, but still, you don't attack the actress. Well, I mean, yeah, even, if, it, even if that is what happens, it's not her fault that it happened. No, not at all. So exactly. I, 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 yeah, I don't get that either. I mean, the same, that. And that seems to Here's be the thing. It's a very, that, and that's so, another thing I want to talk about is the Star Wars community, the fan base, is a very large fan base. Yes. It's, and so actors get attacked, I think, in every version of it that's not the original trilogy. I think so. So well, like the prequels, Jar Jar Binks, the actor... Yeah, um, Hayden Christensen with like, social media, Kid Anakin, yeah. social with, media becoming exactly. oh, Jake man. Lloyd. Yeah. in the past, it's made it so much easier for those attacks to, oh, yeah. to seep through. Like poor Daisy Ridley, exactly. Poor Daisy Ridley. But, I thought she was. Or, I thought she did a good job. Um, wow, I totally forgot her name. Lee, the Karen. Oh, wow. the one that plays Rose. Rose. Yeah. yeah, I forgot her name. Marie Tran. Marie Karen. Oh, Rose. I fucking Marie hated Rose's character. Oh a lot of, but see, the problem, I don't <laughs> exactly, hate it hate because the character. of her. character, yes. Yeah. No, yeah, I've never understood exactly. the hate towards act- well, actors. Well, the problem is, is they didn't try to make her an unlikable character. Kelly she just became Marie one. Tran. Yeah. Kelly Marie Kelly Tran. Marie Tran. Yeah, yeah, she got, like, horrifically attacked. And that, I'm sure she was only doing what she was told to do, too. It was, it was so also one of the first sucks. of the social Star Wars things of the social media age to where you can, yeah, you are capable or have access to do that it's kind of sad because even like in interviews leading up to the premiere yeah. of the last jedi like mm-hmm. they would you know ask her about her character and she's like Ugh. she's like really apprehensive because yeah. it's like there's not much she knows she yeah. knows what yes yeah, so she performance knew she- is mm-hmm. so i mean it's not her fault yeah she's getting paid money to do it i mean she's fine yeah. but yeah, i'm sure she's a great actress too but oh yeah she I haven't seen it well I mean, yeah i haven't seen her in anything else her but i mean bad. I don't imagine you just get. I don't imagine you just get casted into Star Wars on accident. No. So, and so with the with the Star Wars fan base, I also feel there is a divide within the fan base because of how much different alternative medias there are with Star Wars. Well, that and there's people who watched the originals in the 70s yeah. versus people who grew up in the 2000s watching the prequels, and now the sequels coming out, you know, late 2010s. 
Yeah. So, Do you I think mean, the same thing that happened with the prequels is going to happen then? With the sequels? Yeah. So like everybody hated the prequels um, on release, but I, like 15 I years later, I can't see it happening just I, because it there's there's I guess too Jacob much. Can explain? Yeah. I, I mean, maybe with like the younger generation appreciating it, appreciating yeah. it more, kind of like how the prequels were. And I'll always not like them more than the others, but I don't see it happening because of how closely related it is to the prequels and the original trilogy and how not similar they are. So, I mean, I just felt it it undoes a lot that the other movies established. Yeah. Like and that's why I, that's why I dislike them so much, even though, yes, the visuals might be cool. The technology is better to make them more visually entertaining to watch. But, uh, like, the decisions they make with the story writing, they, they didn't have a single direction while writing it. They made Force Awakens. They're like, all right, now where do we take it? It was admitted after Rise of Skywalker came out that they had no plan when making the movie. Exactly. So, and also, if you think about it, the, there's the original trilogy and then the prequels that, you know, chronologically are before them. So they're all one story. Mm-hmm. And then the sequels are, like, a branch off that main tree. Yeah. So it, they're not going to be the same. I, I mean, I'm, I'll be totally fine if I just forget about them when I get dementia when I'm 80 years old. <laughs> I'll be totally fine with that. That'll be a blessing. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I stand. Kenobi's been great. I give it a four and a half stars out of five right now. If it's uh, if it stays pace, by far one of the best Star Wars media to come out. I think The Mandalorian will, if it stays pace, I think The Mandalorian will still be right there, maybe a little bit better. I think season one Mandalorian is Mandalorian one of the best Season things. one was great. Season one Mandalorian is just like it's just Star Wars, mm-hmm. but when you when it's you take like Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi and like try to like fit in this other story in between his whole story, it, there's a lot that could go wrong. Was so, there I mean, was there a single like Force user in Mandalorian season one, not season two? Uh, f- Grogu Force user. Oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> I meant like like prevalent no, like he Jedi. Was, he was trying to find one. Jedi. No. He was trying to find one. So I think they should do more stories like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, you want to have Force in there, but like, yeah, kind of where it's like, oh, not everybody is a Jedi or and that's some random. I think that's why Mandalorian did so well. Yeah. Also, Rogue One is like that. I mean, yeah, other true. than Vader at the end, which, which is more of like a fan service type thing, but it was really cool to watch. And most cool people, yeah. most people <laughs> like Rogue One. I mean, better I than like better than Solo or. Or some the sequels, sequels yeah. even, yeah. <laughs> Last Jedi. <laughs> um, but yeah, with with Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. And Agree. most of that comes from the prequels and Ewan McGregor's portrayal of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Did great. Does He does amazing. He's a he's great. I don't care what Joe says. Joe didn't Joe. like him? That, that's another story. Then unshout out Joe. <laughs> Shout doesn't. out Joe. Have a safe trip in the... I'm not going to give away your location. Just kidding. Have, have, have a safe trip to Spain. Um, so with with Kenobi, the way it's really hard for the writers to do backflips and these crazy gymnastics to not unravel anything that's already been, not to contradict a story that's already there. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain things that you can't do with Kenobi's character because of where he ends up in the original trilogy. That's And where the, like, the Clone Wars and if... Rebels or comics and all that. Exactly. With currently with episode, you know, one, two, and three, those are the ones that are out right now. I have a lot of questions about, mm-hmm. you know, current like canon from the original trilogies, rebels, prequels, all that kind of stuff. I have a lot of questions. Like, there's it could be canon breaking, I guess. Yeah. Like, but if yeah, all of how the ending comes around. Well, this is why I like I don't like when they do like prequel type stuff. 
So we, it's like, we, we talked about this last week, and we're yeah, like, oh, it's actually, like, Gavin should be here for it. It's like, oh, by the way, Chicago style is better than New York, so I don't know what who the fuck was smoking wrong when, before you guys started, but before we go on that. <laughs> okay, eat your pizza soup. But, um, pizza, under the cheese. Eat your lasagna. But, <laughs> so it's like, if there's any danger presented to Obi-Wan, we know he lives. If there's a cool character that was, like, created, we know that either they die or they go off somewhere because they're never to be seen again, unless it's... Well, so it's just like I can't get attached to new characters, but at the same time, I feel like Obi Wan's safe. It's like, oh, the, whatever Darth Vader could show up and then hold him at gunpoint. It's like I know he's well, gonna yeah, live. I don't think it's they're like, portraying it by that like that mm-hmm. way. I think it's more about the journey. Yeah, I know because it just, it just you, takes excitement. Out you know of it where he's me. at in A New Hope. You see him. Hello there. Come here, my yeah. old friend. Like Alec Guinness. You you know where he starts in that aspect. So when Kenobi. S- when Kenobi the show I really starts, like. you can see like, oh wow, how does he get there? Mm-hmm. That's that's the sh- the show. That's the, the the feeling that I get in these first three episodes. Um, so I, I don't think they're presenting like a threat to him to be well, like, yeah, oh, what does he die? What like, I really like, which it's not a spoiler, but it, they portray him as as a broken man in a sense. Because well, if you if you've seen the prequels, you know why he's broken. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that that's why. So like. After going through all of that with Anakin, with the Clone Wars, with Order 66, and experiencing just all of that, you can understand why it's why he's broken. So th- I think the show is portraying him um, trying to... His journey to Alec Guinness, like Jacob said, and then his whole connection with the Force. Like Yoda told him to train with uh, Qui-Gon, to learn to talk to, to Qui-Gon, with him, communicate yeah. with him, and learn how to extend yourself beyond life after death. Um, so it's also those stories of like him with the force, him a broken man. And it's interesting because I like seeing that progression. I like I like when heroes are not at their peak performance. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it was nearly 20 <clears throat> years that he was, you know, in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. So it's like... So we're in the halfway mark. Where, where was it only 20? It's yeah. Less roughly. than... Oh, yeah, that's right. Luke and Leia were and 19. Yeah, that's right. So once it ends, I'll be able to give an astute uh, opinion on the matter. But right now, I'm just enjoying the ride. And Speak- I have speaking of, uh, I have questions. I have no complaints. I will only complain at the end if I have complaints. Yeah, that's fair, and that's a fair assessment in anything that's uh, ongoing. Yeah, it's not done yet. Exactly. Why, why is everybody getting all mad? It's not done. Yeah, that's Star Wars fans. <laughs> they they're uh, they're a hard bunch to please most of the time. Like we said, it's a huge range of age, people, demographics, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I, I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. you have conflict in anything. But if, if you talk to Call of Duty fans or something, like, it's really minute. So <laughs> everybody has the same opinion. Or for <laughs> Honor fans, for that matter, for too. For Honor, right? Ubisoft enjoyers, <laughs> active... <laughs> for Honor connoisseurs, all three of us out there. All three Average Ubisoft player. <laughs> versus... Average Activision sufferer. <laughs> sufferer. It's me. I play Call of Duty. <laughs> Damn. You still play Call of Duty? What are they on now? Huh? What are they on now? What do they, they even call them anymore? Call of uh, Duty 7. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is releasing this fall. Is it like a remake or, or is next it? year? I don't they did that. They already did the remake. They did the remake of Modern so Warfare, the original. So it's a new Modern Warfare and a new Modern Warfare 2. So. Oh, yeah. It's coming with this one. Because remember, they did a new Modern Warfare? So it's Modern Warfare 2 onto that one. Not Call of oh, Duty 4. Okay. But it's 
Yeah, I don't know why the <laughs> so fuck they did they that. They called it Modern Warfare 2019. Yeah, I don't know why they did oh, okay. Warfare. Okay, it's so like the new Spider-Man video game that's coming out. I won't call it Spider-Man 2, the game, because right. that already exists. I'm going to call it Spider-Man it's PlayStation like 2. Calls the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man PS4, yeah. that's what they call it. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. That kind of thing. That's really confusing, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there's there's like three Modern Warfare 1s and two Modern like, Warfare 2s. Oh, twos. you playing Modern Warfare 2? It's like, which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, just call them Call of Duty. Like, oh, Call of Duty? New Call of Duty. Call, call of Duty, Duty. Call yeah, of Duty this. Exactly. Call of Duty this. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Wow. But the Call of Vanguard, Cold War. But isn't like, all Call of Duty like the same? Like, no, there's like three different developers. But yeah. they're essentially first person shooter. That's the they most are the, of the similarities. Same game, yeah. Okay. With same mechanics. Like, so there's no like fighter jets? Te- no. Like in that aspect, no. Like technically speaking, there's different engines, okay. different game modes, different I mean, and I guess, but Secret it's all the guns. same game. It's all the same game, and I pay sixty bucks every year for it. So that's crazy. as long as it's a good zombies mode, <laughs> it's only in half the games, though. Yeah, I, that's I know why they I have like two versions. Three. Uh, well, I like fighter jets. And speaking of fighter jets, Jesus, I saw Top Gun this weekend. Woo! And uh, Maverick or Top Gun? Top Gun Maverick and the original for the first time. Did but, they show both of them in theaters? No, I, I watched the original at home, and then I went to go see Maverick. Because you've never seen the original I've Top never Gun. seen the original Top Gun. Can't believe you never went to the Danger Zone. And here's the thing. I knew, like, it was good. Like, I just thought it was a normal blockbuster. Like, the original, right? Mm-hmm. Then I watched the original. It was and normal it was epic. It got me fueled. It wanted me... I wanted to be a naval fighter pilot. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> it's just so cool. So then I went to go see Maverick, and here's here's how I'll I'll say it. Seeing Top Gun Maverick in theaters was the most enjoyable movie theater experience I've had in years. I'd say probably since Endgame or Infinity War. Really? Wow. 100%. Was it because cool. of the audience or? Just the movie. The movie itself. And if you are planning on seeing it, I recommend seeing it in theaters while it's in theaters because the sound design is super crisp and you're going to want a good sound system in theaters to watch it. Um it's just so there's not I can't think of any critiques I have about it. I can't think of any negative nitpicks even. So that's I, a perfect that I, movie. I, I refuse to say any movie is a perfect movie. A ten out of ten I, movie? I, I'd give it a ninety nine percent. Because wow. I can't give any movie hundred percent, it just feels wrong. You heard it uh, here, folks. The num- the movie that beats Encanto. <laughs> the <laughs> one movie that beat Encanto. Let's Finally, go. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> no, but I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was really great. It's obviously about Tom Cruise's character. There's no, like, yes, there are other characters, but there's not, it's not about them. And the movie knows that. The sound design's great. They used real jets, no CGI jets. Really? So all the footage so they have cool. of it. They're recording jets actually flying. That must have been expensive. It, I bet it was. Um, they can afford it. Tom Cruise took up a <laughs> yeah. third of the budget. <laughs> Literally. Um, he was a producer on it, so he's fine. Um, and then, like, the cast t- took fighter jet training to learn, like, how to act as a pilot. How, like, what, what to can you expect. just take fighter jet pilot training? I'm sure you? with the right amount of money you can. <laughs> I'm no, sure you can. Right amount of money you can do whatever the hell I mean, you want. I know want. you can get like your pilot's yeah, license, but like just, for a fighter jet, yeah. can you just like <laughs> do you. six months of training? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Can you can you imagine working on that movie 
and then by the end of it, you're like a certified pilot. I know how to go into. <laughs> I know how to fly a fucking F two or some shit. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Crazy. It was awesome, and <clears throat> usually, I, I'm very two sides of the same coin when it comes to nostalgia in movies. Like I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a whore for nostalgia, right? Well, you can recognize that. I can recognize that. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think it's good necessarily for movies or for writers. I don't like them when they use it as a crutch. Um, I will say some of that now that time has passed applies to No Way Home, as they do that a lot. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. because that was I, like their only fuel though. Because I love exactly because I love. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I enjoyed it. Nostalgia is a good experience. It doesn't make it a good movie. Exactly. Like, if you really like what they're going for for the nostalgia and that, factor, and that's why I like you no enjoy Way Home. it, then that's fine. That's why I said with No Way Home is I love the experience. It's not going to make it a good movie, movie to watch for everybody. Exactly. And with Top Gun, there are scenes you can pull out from Maverick and compare it right to the original that are just parallels. And they do it in such a beautiful, tasteful way. There's one question... Two questions, I guess I have. Yep. They both regard towards the sound. Okay. Does yes. Danger Zone get a remaster? Yep. Let's fucking Let's go. I don't, I don't what, wanna... ab- what about playing with the boys? What about Take My Breath Away by Bruce? Is there a beach volleyball scene? Take My Breath... Okay, guys. I'm gonna. If you guys are asking these questions you really want to know, I'm going to tell you. No, no, no. I want to see it. Okay. Because I don't want to give anything away. Just not... Okay. No, I do want to see it. Yeah. So it's fine. Let me... You, I will, figured, you will not be disappointed. I figured That's Danger all I will Zone. Say. I figured cool. Danger Zone had a remake. Beach volleyball like, How could it not? You will not be disappointed. Let's go! Let's go! But not exactly. But uh, it's... Hey. Indoor volleyball. <laughs> you guys, You guys won't be disappointed. It's just... It's an overall great movie. There is so much that I want to unpack on it. And I will in about a month to give all you guys the opportunity to watch it. Val Kilmer? Let's go. Val Kilmer's in it. Yeah. There's just it has a great cast. John nice Hamm's man. in it. John Hamm, Whoa. Ed Harris. They play like minor roles. Ed Harris is in it. Yeah, Ed Harris is in it. Is but he they, in the original they Top do good. Gun? No. What the shit? Um, Miles Teller does an amazing job. He plays Goose's son and is a spitting image really? of Goose. It, he does a great job even acting as well. Um, and Miles Teller, we've talked about him before, or me and Gavin have at least. I don't know if we talked about it on the show from uh, the drumming movie. Yeah, from Whiplash. Yeah, um, I watched War Dogs. I watched them like back to back, so I saw Miles Teller, and he's usually like a dick in all the movies he is. <laughs> yeah, to an extent, he is in this movie, but just to certain characters. Isn't Whiplash someone's favorite movie that we know? Gavin likes it a lot. I thought it was like, really good. Highly praises it. I don't think he says it as his favorite. Not even close. Uh, I know somebody who's its favorite movie. But I don't know who. I wouldn't be surprised. It's a if it's you, awesome uh, it's, a re- it's a really good movie. If it's you, reach out to my publicist. <laughs> my favorite Miles Teller movie though would have to be War Dogs. War Dogs is good. I've seen War Dogs maybe twenty thousand times. My favorite's Fantastic Four. Cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> space. It's unfortunate. I have not seen that one. Thankfully, yeah, it's unfortunate. I haven't seen the whole thing. I, you're not missing out on anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed Top Gun and. I am kind of disappointed that I have not watched it my entire life. But I'm glad I got to watch it like back to back. I'm disappointed we didn't get to make that a movie of the week. I'm disappointed too. Well, you said it's the best movie theater experience. It's the best movie theater experience. It's the best. It's a great movie too. Like, okay. So it's a great movie and experiencing (laughs) in the theaters is also. Yeah. I like. Like I said, going. So you to didn't the, watch Kong vs. Godzilla in the movie theater, though. I didn't. Oh, I did. That <laughs> I shit was didn't. fucking awesome. Was Holy oh, you actually shit. did it. I, I did forgot. it. I watched it on HBO. Watching My that God. movie in the theaters was, <laughs> was crazy. Awesome. Was Damn. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, 
You know that meme where it's God, like Joe we have, Rogan? We have to rip. Yeah. Joe where he's Rogan. like looking yeah. up. And he's like, that was me the whole fucking time. Literally, yeah. Um, I totally forgot you actually watched it on HBO. Yeah, like, I watched it right when it came out. I didn't you, go. What? I didn't go to school for it. I I was living alone an hour away, so I would have. I didn't have anyone nearby. Talk about when you lived in the apartments. Yeah, you know, I, I drove up there like every day for like two weeks at one point. I would have saw it with you again. If well, you just asked. here's the thing. Oh, yeah, right when it was available on HBO, I didn't go to class that morning. It was like seven thirty in the morning. And I just watched it. So you watch Congress Godzilla on your phone at 7.30 in the morning at home? What a waste. On my iPad. I'd have oh, beat the shit out of you for that. <laughs> yeah. you're like half awake. Maybe we should rent out a theater and, and watch it, guys. That sounds expensive as hell. It's like 100 bucks an hour. How long? Congress, <laughs> of Skull, or Skull Congress of Godzilla is like two and a half hours, isn't it? Okay, so 350. 250. Great math. <laughs> I can... Split it by three. We did not become math majors, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> Damn, so, it's been a long time since I've been in a math class. So I can rent out a theater, play a movie, and then charge people to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we should make a business out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that. What if people get hungry? We should get, like, popcorn or something. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to start a movie theater business? <laughs> Jesus. We can, we can watch Morbius. Oh, Morbius What's time. that? Fun fact. Um, Morbius. Sucks. I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie. <laughs> Morbius. Uh, Everybody's <laughs> fucking heard of that movie. How could they not? It, it sold pre- more billion dollars. It, 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 it premiered in March, and it was it was fantastic. No, it was a flop. It was one of the worst superhero movies ever. Um, one of the lowest rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes for a Marvel movie. And I told you that after watching the previews, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the previews did not. After, sell it's it. just literally it, the first time I watched the preview afterwards, I was just like. Huh. I was intrigued. <laughs> Who the fuck is Morbius? Here's the I thing. was definitely not intrigued. I was intrigued. But <laughs> so that that being said, huge flop. Because it flopped so bad, these past two months, two and a half months, people have been memeing it. Like saying the iconic quote, it's Morbin time, that Jared Leto says 19 times in the movie. Just kidding. He, he actually said, no, he doesn't. Oh, okay. Does he say it at all? No. Okay. Cool. It's just like, thank goodness. It's Morbin time. It's you can't say that seriously. I was going to say, that makes it a hundred times worse <laughs> if he actually says that. I thought it was funny before so, that. Yeah, he says it before so, he morbs all over the fucking villains. <laughs> I'm going to so, morb you up. So that's that's the meme of it. And the, because it did so bad, the meme is like, oh, it made more billion dollars. Or like two more <laughs> billion dollars. It's the most popular movie ever made. It's the greatest movie of all time. Like. People were just memeing the crap out of it, laughing at its failure. And, you know, about a week ago, I hate, I hate, I hate. approximately a week ago, um, people started saying, like, dude, we need to stop with the, the Morbius memes because they're going to think we want a sequel. <laughs> and now there's speculation that a sequel is going to happen. Jesus Christ. What I if mean, that one's, like, godlike, though? Isn't <laughs> that good, though? Like, more memes? More memes. More billion memes. How, how long do memes last? Memes. How long do memes last, though? Sometimes they die most. out. They die out. Okay. I'm not good. spending millions of dollars <laughs> making this movie. But at least we get two more and weeks And I get memes. free memes. And with that being said, here's the icing on the cake. They are re-releasing Morbius in theaters this weekend. Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> what do you know? And we are going to review it for the movie of the week. So get into a movie theater and watch Morbius. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin Woo. time. Um, and that is the first time we revealed the movie of the week next week before getting into our movie of the week this week, which was Brothers. I was going to say, speaking of movie of the week. <laughs> I got to say, I was very surprised when I heard that in the last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. I was like, 
<laughs> what? what the fuck was that? I thought it was interesting. Wilhelm Scream, little film history there. Um, so, Brothers was the movie of the week. It. Gavin, what'd you think? <laughs> All right. Um, I thought this was a very heavy, you know, as Marty McFly would say, this was pretty heavy. Um, very. Never seen Back to the Future. Sin. Um, very good movie, but it was very saddening at the same mm-hmm. time, you know? I mean, it's a war movie, and it shows, like, yeah. a realistic depiction, I guess. I would assume a realistic depiction. Yeah. Not a historian I, on that, but... It shows... It, if not realistic, it at least... Tried to be. Shows the, the the brutality of it. Yeah, like, have you ever seen American Sniper? Yeah. Oh, my God. that That's all I could think of the whole time, because mm-hmm. it's just PTSD, his time after being back. Um, His daughter was a complete fucking asshole. And that actress is in a lot of things, too. I know, but I, I was just, I saw it. I saw there's it. I a like, lot of people oh, in this movie. Her, his, the actress, or that daughter was like the fucking pinnacle of all the conflict yeah. in the later end of this movie. Yeah. Um, Jake what? Gyllenhaal, here, I did a great job here, in this movie. Here's the thing. Here's a, uh, so this is, I was really excited going into this movie because I was like, oh, I've heard this movie is like Tobey Maguire's, like one of his best acting roles. And then I, I go into it, and I'm like, damn, he's standing against... Jake Gyllenhaal and Natalie Portman, some of the best actors in Hollywood. Boy, doesn't stand a chance. And while I think he did good, um, like a good job, there there were some weak moments yeah. in his uh, portrayal. But like I think post PTSD, he did a great job. Oh yeah, he was awkward <clears throat> as hell. The scene where he goes up to his daughter <laughs> when they're playing. That's just you can just say that about Tobey Maguire. In general. Yeah, I was oh, just like, was I was like, oh uh, yeah, I was like Jesus Christ. So I. I thoroughly enjoyed it as just for the story it was telling, mm. the the happy ending, not the happy ending. It didn't saying, have a happy ending. Not a happy ending. Um, I, I I watched it a while ago, so I knew I had to, or I watched it right after we recorded last time. So, um, it I always compare movies when it tells these uncomfortable stories to a marriage story. Because so when I first watched a marriage story, it made me feel uncomfortable, and that's a good thing because the writers did their job, mm-hmm. making you. Feel like you're in the room with the characters in the scene. And A Marriage Story is the first movie I watched to where I felt that way. So I always compare other movies I see afterwards to that. And Brothers was one of those movies. Um, it handles the heavy subject matter and it makes it feel like you're in the room when they're having dinner with these uncomfortable scenes. It makes it feel like you're in the room when Toe McGuire makes these tense situations out of okay. nothing. Oh, yeah. Dude. Like, the whole elephant thing was kind of made me... It was sad. Yeah, I was like, oh. But the, the birthday? The birthday, the yeah. The birthday dinner? You could cut you cut the fucking tension with it. Like, oh, my God. The whole time, you know, I was watching with my aunt. You know, shout out, Mandy. But, um... <laughs> and, you know, the whole time that scene, she's just fucking with the balloon. I'm, we're both just, like, hands on her mouth. We're like... What are you could, fucking doing? You, like, you know, you know, Tobey Maguire's character is going to snap. You just don't know how he's yeah, going to snap. Yeah, you keep, you keep seeing him going like, Isabel, stop. Yeah. I'm just like, bro, please fucking stop. Yeah. And then, you know, outburst of some shit that shouldn't have been said from like a, what, like seven, eight year old? Yeah. Uh, like, and it, it's, here's, I don't know if this was just me or if it's, I missed something or I wasn't paying attention. Um, but throughout the movie, you know that Jake Gyllenhaal just kissed Natalie Portman. Like, yeah. that's it. That's all that happened between them. But then Tobey Maguire's kind of reaction to the whole situation, you start to question yourself. You're like, wait, did 
Did I miss like an implication that something more happened? I'm glad you say that because I was asked. <laughs> I'm like, did they fuck? I'm like, yeah, I don't exactly. recall. Every, I, they kissed for like 30 seconds and then immediately stopped. I don't even know if it was that long. It was like 10 seconds. Yeah, it was, like, it was like two. It was like two kisses and then like a semi long one. And then they then they you know went the, their own yeah. ways. And you know that whole time I'm thinking, did I did I miss? Did they imply that they did it and they just didn't show it? Yeah. So, so like I think I don't know if it was done purposely, but. They did a good job with that. That is a huge plus to this movie because you kind of feel for Tobey Maguire's character and you're like, wait, did they? Did they not? Yeah. Um, and it, you're kind of in his head about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I liked towards the end of the movie, you can hear the Taliban again mm-hmm. as he has the gun to his head, which was another fucking very uncomfortable scene yeah. with the cops and everything. I was like, holy, I'm going to keep it real. I'm surprised the cops didn't shoot his ass, yeah. like waving the gun around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was... Very, very, you know, immersed and scared for Toby at that point in time. Me too. I didn't know what so, I didn't know what was going to happen. I did. I've seen that that scene in clips on the internet, um, so I knew it was coming up when I was almost done with the movie. I was like, oh, so it happens at the end, and then Jake Gyllenhaal keep yelling, "This is a family matter." I thought that was a little comical. Yeah, I, was I don't like, know why. Like, there was no specific reason. I just liked it. And then the police are like, "Okay, <laughs> give him a minute." I'm like, Bro, "What?" <laughs> like, this guy's got a gun. I think so. They knew. They knew. I. The reason the officers acted the way they did is because I think they knew this situation he was in. Like this war hero who was pronounced dead for three months. Well, yeah, they, they even PTSD. say you're, yeah, you're a war exactly. hero. So I think that's why they were a little hesitant to, to do anything, um, to take action. But even the ending, like he gets into re, like a rehabilita- yeah, rehab- like rehabilitation office. center. And uh, it's it's not even a happy ending. You know, it, it really shows the truths of reality, the truths of war, PTSD, the mental health of it all yeah and like when he finally tells her like i i killed him oh dude that that scene yeah where he does because at first i'm thinking he's not gonna do it. he's, he's not, not gonna, gonna do, do it, it yeah and then he does i'm like holy shit dude oh my i honestly i can't i don't know what i would have done in that situation mm-hmm. but at the same time i can't i can't criticize the private for telling them that he had a wife and kids because you know you're scared you know he's yeah. a private so he's not this isn't you know exactly he's new but at the same time, if you just kept your fucking mouth shut, you would have been fine. You would have been fine. Well, yeah. I don't know about fine, but you wouldn't have been dead. If I was in Tobey Maguire's position, I genuinely I can't don't say. think, like, you no, think no, no I, gen- I genuinely don't think I would have been gone out alive at all. Like, I'm going to die no matter what, no matter what I do. Yeah, so that's like, what I would have thought. So, like, just get it over with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I did not expect him to, to kill him the way he did, or <sighs> kill him at all. He did it quick, too. Um, Yeah, it was... Brutal, which like, and then, and it was then, it was hard to watch. The movie was good at making it hard to watch. Yeah, and then oh, and then the scene where you see that guy's wife, and kid. I was I like, thought he was hallucinating, but she was actually there. Yeah, I thought he was going to tell her right there. Like he was just looking yeah. at, it, giving an empty stare. I thought yeah. he was going to be like, "I killed him." Yeah, it was me. I, th- oh I thought he was going to do some shit like that, make it even worse, but. Surprisingly, I'm surprised he was able to keep his cool and not tell anybody. I mm. feel like I would have told. I feel like I would have outed myself quickly. I don't know if I would have been able to keep that a secret. Yeah. Especially looking into the baby of this dude that I just brutally murdered. But I don't know. But uh, that's where like the stuff that I like about the movie ends right there. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, all that's usually in like the last half of the movie. The first half of the movie, unfortunately, I, to I me, felt like the pacing was really off. Yeah. Um. That's one of my major critiques is Tobey Maguire doesn't 
come back with PTSD till like after an hour in the movie. Yeah, and even then it takes a little bit for it to kick in. Yeah. Makes me wonder if he even had it. But then um, you find out. <laughs> and then... Uh, I, what's another critique you have? Because I'm trying to think I didn't here. like the family stuff in the beginning. For okay. one, it felt obvious because it's like, oh, you're showing this... Lo- I know this is a war movie. You're showing me happy times with family. So I'm going, okay, so... Something bad's about to happen, obviously. I mean, even if you didn't read the description, you know something bad's going to happen. But also, it just felt forced. Yeah. I it feel didn't like... feel natural. It was just like, oh, we, we... It's like the director is going, hey, do you guys see this guy's wife and kids? He's got a family. They love each yeah. other. They're happy. It's like, okay, I feel like there was a different way we could have done this. Exactly. I feel like uh, they could have portrayed it a lot better. Instead of a um, very proper kind of pinup family, I would have liked to seen a more kind of like chaotic house, like a Saturday morning, everybody's rushing around the house type of thing. Yeah. Just to show that chemistry there, you know? Or They're not thinking about like, oh, he's going to get deployed. They're like, oh, I'm going to miss him. Like, don't be gone that long. There's, I think that would have made it better and not so forced. One of the things that I was thinking that I was talking to my aunt about um, was shout that like, out Mandy. shout out Mandy, is I don't know if this would have been a good idea or not, but I was thinking like if I if it was me doing this, I probably would definitely be a good idea. I, I probably would have had it start out in the cave and then you have flashbacks to the family that to the win sympathy towards the main character rather than start out That's with this sort of rainbow type life done correctly. I feel like that would have been. Yeah good i'm not like i said i'm not yeah. saying it would have been oh no. that's what i should have that's what they should have done but it's like i feel like that would have for me like for me personally i can't mm-hmm. speak for everybody else that would have won more sympathy over to me if it not for the like the actress the little mm-hmm. girl who played a phenomenal you know crying and stuff like mm-hmm. that i feel like that would have won more sympathy over me otherwise i was just like yeah this is generic generic half-hearted forced I, I can say, generic that's a good way to describe it generic and forced which they got out of the way pretty quickly. Yeah. And that's that's another thing that I yeah. hated. I'm like, we just brushed past that. Like, It just felt like that was a chore. And the director and the writers were like, okay, now let's start the movie. I feel the main characters, Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal's characters, they could have been fleshed out more with a little bit more backstory to them to see who they are. What I did like, what they did with Tobey Maguire in the be- beginning was you saw how he, how he talked to his daughter and how he acted. You saw how he talked to his wife and how he acted, which was two different things. And you saw how he talked to his brother and how he acted. You know, it was the typical, like, brother banter, the husband-wife talking, the um, father and daughter talking. Right. And not a lot of movies do that because they make the character the same with every interaction they have. Mm -hmm. And that's not every movie, but um, that's something I noticed in this film with the writing, with the characters. Um and it established his relationship with each of them so that you can compare them when you come back. Right. And then speaking of how they talk to each other, I really did like Jake Gyllenhaal's conflict with his dad. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really well done. Although, I think it, I think it as it went on, it got better. But definitely, like, going back to the whole forced part, yeah. in the beginning, it was just like, hey, we need somebody to be an asshole. Yeah. So it was That's just, the thing. It, it did feel forced. Like, that's unnecessary things yeah. to say like his um, dad was just going like compared to what food i was like really yeah. like come on that's that's so out of pocket that that doesn't mm-hmm. even feel fucking natural to say at the dinner table with your grandkids here's this might be unpopular for this the show or very rare that it happens it could have been all all the critiques could have been fixed if the movie was longer whoa whoa <laughs> whoa yeah i think if we had like arranged like, if you arranged the movie 20 more minutes of screen time fix those things up it it would have uh, been 
improved upon. I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, look at that. Cause it's like the, the Taliban part. Like, they, it looked like they had a leader, mm-hmm. but I. Who the yeah? Who was he? I. Up until the last thirty minutes, nothing was really fleshed out. Fleshed out. You know, it was just very surface level stuff mm-hmm. until you get to the nitty gritty with the interactions in the end. Yeah. So it's like his whole conflict with the Taliban could have been like its own movie. Like, a was that Tom Hanks movie? Like Captain... Captain... Captain Kirk? Captain, really? Kirk. Captain Kirk. Phillips? Picard? Picard? Captain Phillips. Yeah, Captain Phillips. Like on the so it's like, boat. You know, him of. and his distress. Like, that's that's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like, okay, we got to get this movie out of the way first. And then now let's yeah. do the PTSD movie. Yeah, I will admit. They could like, have been balanced a lot better, yeah. For right. playing such a major impact on one of the main characters, the Taliban had a very minor role. Which is why I think with Gavin's uh, critique of, oh, if they started it with him right. captured... Mm-hmm. Then there would have been more. There that would have already been established. You wouldn't have to worry about like, oh, how did you get there exactly? You could right. have just sped those parts up mm-hmm. in the flashbacks and just focus on the family part. <laughs> exactly. Brother, that being that. said, though, Tommy's part with the family while he's, while Toby was dead, uh, his, quote unquote dead, was fucking awesome. I love that was a his great chemistry part. with all the characters, his portrayal of the character, his acting. He did he did a phenomenal job. Oh, amazing. When he found out that uh, Sam died, Toby died. <sighs> died um and he gets all mad at natalie portman's character it just shows like the the instant reaction of it you know you you don't really know how to um and then even her reaction because yeah for, I, I, one of my critiques was like damn for finding out that her husband just died she's taking it really well and then she tells tommy and then tommy that's when she starts to break down because you know i imagine she was keeping it together for the kids yeah but then she starts like sobbing and i'm like oh there it is i was like <laughs> exquisite like <laughs> oh, exquisite I was like that was phenomenal to me, at least, I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's—I I think all the actors did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom McGuire included. This was one of his stronger acting roles. He can do drama. Um, and it also had the meme scene. The, you know what I did? Yeah. Where he's like, you know what shit. I did with these hands? Yeah. I was like, hey, I know that. Scene. <laughs> but that was—he did really good in that scene. Like he Ooh. was an unhinged maniac when he started breaking everything. I was it, like, Damn, he was on dude. a dime too. He was he was cool, and then like five seconds later, breaking shit. I I feel Did like they do method acting for that. <laughs> I I feel like because uh, I've seen a clip from another movie I want to watch where he plays Bobby Fisher, where he it's also an, a meme where he's like, "That's over now. That was today." Oh, the, che- today. the pawn sacrifice the chess, or whatever. Yeah, um, the chess movie. Um, like even just that clip where he's yelling, he does a good job. Like man, Tobey Maguire, you need to yell more. Yeah, dude. In Spider Man Two, when he's crying at Mar- Mary Jane, telling her to move out of the way, I was like an Oscar winning like, performance. Get the fuck out of the street! There are cars <laughs> That's what I was there. Say. <laughs> Beat me to it. Yeah, I mean, get I guess he's just way. being himself. Get out of the way. <laughs> or when he tells the fucking paparazzi, "Hey, hey watch out! There's a car coming." <laughs> he gets hit, and you just what? see him laughing. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's our Spider Man. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, exquisite. It is. But Ethan. What would you say? What, what would you say your rating on this movie is? You know, I'm. We, we. I feel like we hyped it up a lot, and usually we always do that. So I come in here with a rating, and then after we talk about it, I bump it up. But I'm going to stay true to what I came in here with: seventy-five percent for this movie. I will give it a seventy-eight. Really? If that first half had been great. Not not what I suggested, but if it had just been a lot more, uh, better crafted, mm-hmm. I would have given this movie like a ninety, just because that really? last half was so good when he comes okay. back and his PTSD is there 
everything from that point on was so good, and even the part before that with Tommy and the family. But it's just that first 25, 30 minutes was just, ugh. Was, okay. For me, it was just like, hurry up. It was like the gentleman almost, where it was like, first okay. 20 minutes was ass, but then afterwards, I was like, oh, shit, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but at least with the, but the gentleman, I feel like, had a much more tolerable beginning, mm-hmm. just because it wasn't as generic. Because it was uh, it was our, it was comedically done, yeah, I Yeah, it was too. comedically done, and camera editing work mm-hmm. kept me a lot more physically locked in okay. compared to this, where I'm going to keep it real. There were times where I'm like, Time is it? That's great. You came in here with I know I kept looking at how much was left on like, time. Much, like, this is an hour and forty minutes long. How much is left? Jeez. Um, you came in here with sixty five percent. What? And you I said sixty five to seventy. You said sixty five. Now and it's a seventy eight. <laughs> it landed at seventy eight. So because I was talking about how well the last half was. Like okay. I said, first half was any better. I would this movie would have been eighty okay. percent at least. At least. Fair. Cool. I I, I enjoyed it. I would probably, so I know we always say, like, what would constitute us watching it again? For me, If it was movie. on in a hotel, I'd watch it. Or if someone hadn't seen it and they wanted to watch it, I'd watch it with them. For me, any 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 movie that I give over, like, an 80%, I'm, I don't know if I'll go out of my way, but I, would, I wouldn't shy away from watching it again. Like, if okay. you said, hey, I'm watching this, you want to watch it? I'd probably be like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't shy away from it. Oh yeah, I wouldn't shy away from it. Movies either. that I would seek other out. Options. Movies that I would seek out to go watch because I want to watch it. I'd need like a ninety percent or higher. Okay. So Keeping Hercules in mind. as of right now is the only movie that I would do that. <laughs> Keeping in mind You've that only like, rated Hercules above a ninety. Yeah. Hercules is my highest rated with ninety five, and that's before we started like reviewing the actual. Movie. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty sick. It's, my rating still fucking stands. I love Hercules. Oh my god, I've seen Hercules. I love Hercules too. There was at one point Good for movie. two years where I watched Hercules like almost every day. So I had a Hercules comforter, oh, exquisite. I still have Her- I have Hercules plates, <laughs> which I talked about in that episode when I was going through yeah. the movies. The part that I landed on was me talking about how I used it to help catch grease when I'm making hamburger helper. I slapped his face on every vase I owned. <laughs> every <laughs> vase uh-huh. on every vase, <laughs> <laughs> exquisite. Oh, there's That's like crazy. three already this episode. I think yeah. I I think I have four movies that are ninety or above. I do know the Florida Project. Three of them are in Kanto. Yeah, Kanto's one of them. Three of them are in Kanto. I know it's uh, Kanto spinoff. Upgrade and Kanto and Kanto are both at ninety. And then the Florida Project. I think you also had ninety. I actually had put at eighty-seven. You did. You were the lowest rate one there. Brett put it at like Paul. Shout out Paul. But I mean, what? How are you going to give it like a ninety or above and go? Yeah, I wouldn't watch this movie ever again. Like, (laughs) well, that doesn't sound like that movie was that good. I think that's a fair assessment because I can look at a movie and look at it from a cinematic point of view critiquing it and say this movie is very well crafted but it's not for me I don't care to watch it again well then I don't think it should be a 90% then I feel like I feel like the first 80% is like or like first 70 to 75 is like how well it was put together but then that final 25 to 30% is how well you liked it so it's okay. like for me, fair. Free Fire. That is fair. So for like for me, Free Fire, I don't think it was that well done, and I fucking hated it. So that's why I didn't give <laughs> it that well, dude. Damn. Did you? So you listened to last week's episode? Uh, I listened to. It was the longest fucking episode we had, but I listened yeah, like yeah. the first hour. So you didn't hear the end? No, I had to because I had to go to the song. Oh, okay. What, what part? But the part where Brett was talking about his first date experience. No, don't tell oh, me. Okay, I want to that. Yeah, listen to <laughs> it <laughs> so that we can call back to it, and because that that had a lot of good moments. Um, 
but yeah, I, I'm glad he reminded me to, to talk about it because I was about to close out. And he's like, oh, wait, I have a bad first date. And I was like, all right, let's hear it. And did not did not regret it. That was great. Loved it. Um, the best. Speaking of first dates. 50 first dates. Um, so that's the movie review. <laughs> and then next week. And next week we're going to watch Morbius. It's Morbin time for next week. So I need to find time in my weekend to go watch Morbius. We're going on Sunday. I Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Can't on Sunday. We're working. We're working on Sunday. But it's Morbius. You're right. So I'll, make I'll, fucking time. I'll, night. You're right. You're gonna make time for it. It's we can go night, but that means we have to cancel something. Fuck. All right. I already told them we were good to go. Okay, so. No scheduling live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Um, oh, exquisite. Stop it. That didn't even work there. Be sure to watch Morbius and uh, or don't or don't if you want to save yourself the <laughs> fucking. I just want to see what all the hype is about. <laughs> God. Oh, no. I can't That's believe why it. they're re-releasing it. I can't believe I'm going to go from Top Gun Maverick to Morbius, guys. Wow. It's going to taint my entire this movie experience. The, this might be the highest movie I rate. Really? <laughs> better than Hercules. Oh, God. All right. Morbius. Morbius it is. Um, let's, uh, let's get into the, the static then. Yes, sir. Welcome to the static. Who was it that said we just introduced the static, but we never talked about what it was? Brett. Did he mention it when we were recording? I think. I'm not sure. I'm second guessing myself. I... Anyway, Brett said we mentioned <laughs> the static, but didn't like elaborate on what it was. It's just the the part of the, the show that doesn't have any structure. This is the white noise this of is the podcast. The white, yes, there it is. It's the white noise. It's where we talk about whatever. There's no structure. There's no. TV show news, pop culture news, no movie review. It's just, it's whatever we want, you know? That's what it is. So if we didn't explain it last week, now you have an explanation. Didn't explain it the past, like, <laughs> ten episodes, but yeah. It's been longer than ten. Excuse me. I believe. I don't know how long it's been. It, was, it used to be the White Noise Chronicle, so. It ah. used to be the White Noise Chronicle. Indeed. No, the static. No, the White Noise Chronicle was in the static. Was it? The static is just a section that the Chronicle was in, but we never called it White Noise Chronicle. Like white, alive, we, that's what we noise, refer to it as. White noise lore. We refer to we refer to everything before the movie review as the happenings, but we don't say that. Oh, you know? okay. So the happenings. Now you guys know that's the happenings. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> trying to think. Did anything fucking? Did anything worth a damn happen? It's worth talking. You about. know what? We're, I went to the Diamondbacks game on Tuesday night. Tragic. Um, they played Sorry. the Atlanta Braves. Sorry for your loss. No, here's the thing. Baseball gets a lot of hate for being boring, right? Because it is. Okay. Usually you would like go with people, though. That's. Like, I'm going to yeah. go shit-faced. At least I have here's some the thing. fun. This was the most exciting baseball be- game I've ever seen. Hands down. What, did they score like three points? I think the final score was seven to six. Yeah, seven to six. Damn. There's a tenth inning. There's an extra inning. Walk-off win. It was epic. The entire time I was there, it was epic. Locked in. The game was entertaining every step of the way. Mm. Hands down. Hands down. And then they lost the next day. Yes. Can't win them all. Well, it was a three-game series. They won the first two, and they lost the last one. So I, I see that as a win. Well, that and is technically a win. Fun fact. It is literally a win. <laughs> the I, they should have won after the first <laughs> They won the series. That's I see that as a win. <laughs> I'm still kind of new to baseball and all the logistics of it. I see that. Um. I just learned you don't call them points. They're RBIs. They're runs, yes. They're runs. God, I still messed it up. Damn it. Who the fuck? Was it Paul that said that? Yeah. Paul was getting into the technicalities. Um, but with another fun fact is 
since, or this was the first time since 2017 that the Diamondbacks were above 500 for, for the month of May. That's crazy. The first time in when? 2017. Five years. They suck. Yeah, they've Arizona. been sucking. Like but they're, they're looking college. good. They're looking promising for the future. For the future. So not this season. This season, it's just because we're they're they're they are in a really tough division, like with the Dodgers, just embarrassing them every time we play them or they play them. Damn, that's one team though. <laughs> the team that's in the division that we play, they play the most. <laughs> are you on the team? No, I keep like saying it like I'm no, covering up, it up. Look up the roster real quick. Maybe this is why he always wears gray shirts. He's got Diamondbacks on the inside. He's got that Diamondbacks gray shirt on. I got a new Diamondbacks hat, by the way. I think this is my fifth or sixth one. I noticed. <laughs> Jeez. Why? Because I saw them at Target. They were only 14 bucks. I, they should have been fucking like 10 ducks, maybe less. 10 ducks? 10 ducks. <laughs> Quack. Wow. Uh, Diamondbacks, most exciting game I've ever seen. I'm glad I was there. It's like the one. And I, I was sitting right in the front, front row. Seeing everything, I was Catch in a foul. left field. Wow. I would have caught a home run if they hit a home run, because that's where I was. I wasn't in foul ball territory. Oh. Well, if you're it's the Diamondbacks, yeah, unfortunately, you don't have to worry about that. There was actually a home run that night. I just wasn't there because I was late. But was so. it the Diamondbacks that did it? Yeah. Was it? Actually, when I showed up, it was the other team. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't. But there were two home runs: one by the Diamondbacks, one by the Braves. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series last year, which I knew that they're under five hundred. And okay, they're later. under 500, and we beat them. They well, beat them. They're also they in the them. state with the Falcons, so that just diminishes everything. <laughs> True. Dang. You know, Speaking I, of football. I'm a huge sports fan. Yeah. and But listening to you talk about the Dimebacks, I feel like a non-sports fan. Like, I'm just – I can relate now. I can relate. Huh. Like, I could just not care any less about the Dimebacks. Guys, baseball, Literally. baseball is a timeless sport. Like, they could go it's, to any other state. It's, a, like, it's oh, a gentleman's game. Weird. It's you know here's the thing about the Diamondbacks then, they're the one of the newest teams mm-hmm. Arizona teams. They won a World Series within like five years of their establishment. In two years, try that. Yeah. Try that on for size. Yeah, but my, what players went to the my Diamondbacks statement is though. still accurate. Okay, what, what players went to the Diamondbacks though? Was it like all the good ones? So that's why they won. They're the yes. only Arizona yes. team with a championship. Unfortunately, Rattlers actually Mercury actually. So, yeah, you're right. They're the only Arizona. Get with it. Get with it. Get with the times. Um, Name three WNBA players. That's what I thought. Brittany. I know that one. I don't know her last name. I just know it's Brittany. Yes. She got arrested in Russia. Detained. Detained in Russia. She Has she made it out? Nope. That's why there's this whole free Brittany last name thing. She's gone. Oh, my Brittany's God. She's gone name. forever. Really plugged in. Russia in a time like now? Oof. Not a good idea. Fuck was she doing in Russia? Playing, playing. Oh, because they need to make money on the off season. So they play in Russia. Need? I think so. She makes six figures still. Does she? Yeah. What's she crying? So they don't make the same as like LeBron James, but they still make a shit ton like money. Do they have the same stats as LeBron James? Probably not. LeBron James has been playing since like. There's only only been kids. I think there's only been seven players. No, there's only been three players in all of WNBA history that have dunked. Really? Yep. In fact, that would be easy. I think there's been 27 dunks total, and 23 of them were by the same player. Really? Yeah. Did I get think. sponsored by Shaq or what? <laughs> the guy with one three-point made in his entire career? 
<laughs> How many? I think I saw somewhere that he had like over a thousand of those attempted, but he only made one. Over a thousand? Oh, I find that really hard to believe. I'd have to pull that back up. I thought it was three. I thought he only took three attempts. No, I think he only made one. I think it was like 30 something. 30 something? It's still a horrible ratio. It does, it does, in like what? How the fuck can like you not shoot in the. Six, 14 years in the league? Wow. However many years in the league, and 30 attempts? That's how can you not make only one? How could you only make one? How could you only make one? You're about as tall as the damn board. All you have to do is shoot straight. It doesn't do it. It's horrific at free throws, too. That was the whole thing about <laughs> his, it. It might be. His three-point percentage is .045. Fuck. Dang. <laughs> That's a bad. lot. So let me look at the attempts. It's all good. He's Look, he's had 22 attempts, and he's they, only made one. You know, at the end of basketball games. a thousand point attempts then at that point? At the end of basketball games, when they go into, like, the foul thing to for, like, free throws at the very end, they're just trading fouls to make free throws to, you know, milk time. Mm-hmm. They would intentionally try to foul Shaq, so he would have to shoot the free throws. Because <laughs> <laughs> he so shot, mean. like, 10%. <laughs> hey, but that means there's a chance that – small chance, but there's a chance – um, in other sports-related news, uh, Fitzmagic has retired. Sad. It's actually magic. sad. Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Oh. Fitzmagic. Wasn't he also on the... the He's been on a lot of teams. Was 17 the, seasons with nine different teams. Wasn't he on the Falcons with during the fucking Super Bowl playoffs? I don't think so, because that was Matt Joe? Ryan. Was it Matt Ryan? Yeah. When was Ryan Fitzpatrick on the... Falcons? Was he ever on the Falcons? I thought he was Probably. On. Probably. He's in nine Good different chance. teams. Let's pull that up. Jamie, pull that up. No, Matt Ryan was the QB one for the Falcons. Okay, in the well, choke. Unfortunate. He might be on there. Ever right since now, that happened, know. though, I just anytime Atlanta gets brought up, all I could think of was just disappointment. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick criminally underrated. Was he on the? Dolphins he went to Harvard. Team? You guys know that? Wow, he's the Harvard football team. Um, <laughs> he uh, played for the Bills, the Bengals, Dolphins, Jets, Rams, Titans, Texans, Bucks, Giants, again Raiders, Ravens. He was on the fucking Ravens win. I remember like none of these. I don't remember any of these. <laughs> and leaders. the Jags. Damn. Let me. I do me remember him on the Jags. <laughs> he was on the Washington football team too. Yes. You mean the Commanders? He wasn't on the Commanders when they were called the Commanders. Oh, he was on the Washington team when they were called the Washington team. I was like, he was born in Gilbert, Arizona. Cringe. Absolutely disrespectful. Come on home, Ryan. <laughs> Come on home. Yeah, and he went to Harvard. <laughs> 2001 to 2004, and then got drafted in the NFL in 2005. Round seven, pick 250. I hope he goes into like broadcasting or something. I hope he does too. <laughs> Just do what fucking Tony Romo did at that point. He wasn't on the Ravens. That was a dumb list, guys. I was going to say, what it. the fuck? What was he on the Ravens? He was on the Rams. I'm pretty sure that was more than nine. Too. He was on the Rams, the Bengals, Bills, well, the Titans, like twice. Texans, Jets. That's why I hesitated. <laughs> Bucks, Dolphins, and Washington football team. We just need Blake Bortles back on the Jags. No, this football.org seems pretty accurate. He has 21 touchdowns. Let's go. Rushing. Damn. Oh, I was like, 21, that's it? Jeez, no wonder. Uh, completion percentage of 60.7, which is actually pretty good. 60.7? Career? Too bad. Too yeah. bad he couldn't do it on a good team. Yeah. At least not when he was there. He's Fitz Magic. That's what he is. He's just... Magically shit. Let's get more into this. Fitzpatrick is married to Lisa Barber. They have seven <laughs> children together. Jesus okay. Christ. They have seven children. Dang, like Philip Rivers has like 17 kids. Nine, I believe. Well, at least he could shoot oh, maybe eight. No, he was number 17. Well, he have 17 at least in one aspect of his life, he could shoot straight. Your facts straight <laughs> Sorry. I just... Oh, my gosh. Um, Come again? 
What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> We're going to roll past that. Wait, what? Nothing. So roll back, shooting Jacob. straight. Oh, exquisite. <laughs> um, so at least in one aspect of his life, he could shoot straight then. Because he had seven kids. Speaking of shooting straight, Gavin, how good are you with a spear gun? I'd say at least 12. 12. Well, good yeah. thing you're not going to okay. have a spear gun. <laughs> Um, this week on Gavin vs. Wild, which we are going to create a soundbite so that we can play, Let's and go. it's going to be Gavin Tiger making Tarzan roar, noises. monkey noises. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Can we get a sample? Nope. Ah, oh, come on. Just pound your chest. Nope. Do I it will, for us. I will not. Do it for the vine. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> All right. This week. On, oh, let's talk about last week or the last two two weeks ago, right? Because voting got extended because Gavin wasn't here because he was on a business trip killing a tiger. Um, it was a hippo, actually. A hippo. Right. My bad. I get them all mixed up. With my bare hands, so I didn't even need the 44. <laughs> Good to know for when we pair fuck. you up with other stuff. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> God. Yeah, Joe. Just kidding, Joe. How you doing? Um, all right, last two weeks ago, it was Gavin with a mace against a female alligator. Yes. The reason it was female is because it was a mama alligator, and Gavin stole the, the gator eggs. He wanted an omelet. He wanted an omelet. And uh, Gavin won narrowly. And I got to make that fucking omelet. 55% to 45. I got 45%. To, I got to throw some gator meat in that shit, too. So Gavin is now Trishes. six and one, five and one. Should be like seven and oh, but Bad. whatever. It's all right. It's all right. You'll get him next time. Maybe. Um, this week, will Gavin continue his winning streak or will he succumb to the wrath of the wilderness? Wraith. Wraith. The wrath of the wilderness. Um, this week, Gavin is taking on a great white shark. Woo! An aquatic animal. Or the first fully aquatic animal. In the desert. In the desert. <laughs> All I have to do is live for like 20 seconds. It suffocates and dies. Ah. If it were in the desert, yeah. But so yeah. Gavin is going to take on a female. No, it was a male. Well, no, the male. female was the larger ones. But we were going to do. Are we doing the male? Which one do you think is best for what? the situation? Yeah, let's do the cock and balls one. All right. So, <laughs> oh god, that's right. <laughs> I forgot that's what we were doing. We're doing the male great white shark. <laughs> oh, no. And here's the location. They are in a public swimming pool. The swimming pool is empty, obviously, but there is except a shallow for the water. Except for the water. <laughs> There's a, a shallow end, deep end. You know, as deep as ten feet, as shallow as three feet. All right. So you're going to take on a great white shark in this water. Is he allowed to get out of the water? No. No. You're not allowed to get out of the water. But I could go into the shallow end at least. You can go in the shallow end. Okay. Okay. Um, you can assume the shark won't follow you because it can't. Well, I mean. You until, can assume. Until we assume <laughs> what the whole shark is fighting me for. So we'll, we'll see the simulation. Here's, here's Gavin's, Gavin's uh, buff. Dilemma. And dilemma, I guess. Shit. Gavin has a scimitar. Which is, is a curved sword. Think about a Middle Eastern, like scent. a pirate sword. I think of a rapier. Well, I think more like cartoony pirates with a scimitar. Well, then, yeah, you didn't say cartoony. Remember pirates, the swords so. in Aladdin? Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. we go. Those curved swords, those little buggers. Um, so here's a uh, here's what Gavin has to take on with this great white shark. This great white shark is a male shark who is a. Uh, <laughs> Who's quite frustrated? He's horny. He is horny a horny shark. shark who thinks that Gavin is a uh, another female shark, and he's it's mating season. It's mating time for this shark. It's 
Morbin time. It's Morbin time. <laughs> so Gavin's objective is survive. Survive. That's it. That's the objective. And um, so, Gavin. To do so, I have to kill the shark, though. Naturally. Naturally. Or you can have a nice life with it. Nope. Have yeah. some kids. You can give in. and you know, just, Yeah. Just let us some know. shark babies. That'll be, if the shark wins, that's what happens. You don't die. This is what happens. <laughs> no. I, I kill myself. I kill myself. If you win, the shark's dead. And then you get arrested for domestic what? abuse. What? You ruin a bloodline. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that that is this week on Gavin versus Wild. It'll be Gavin with a scimitar defending himself, not even fighting, defending himself <laughs> from a horny great white great white male shark in a public swimming pool. Let's go. That is a. Uh, Are there be spectators at this pool? Do you want there to be spectators? Will that affect your performance? No. Fetish or something? <laughs> Say, like, is, am I going to be embarrassed publicly? So, we yes. are going to... But not because of this. ...read some specs on Great White Sharks so you have an idea. Finding out what the meta is real quick. Exactly. <laughs> so. so, Great White Sharks, they do not have smooth skin. They have rough skin that's like sandpaper. It cuts human skin Quite easily. So that is a disadvantage that Gavin will be at. I just want you guys to know that. Gotta be the scimitar up. cuts pretty quick. Pretty good, too. I looked up attacks. Guys, when's Shark Week? Isn't it July? Is it always in July? I, I don't... I, I love Shark Week. It's awesome. Shark Week is like one of... The, it's like the McRib. Like, it, it comes and goes, and I don't even know when. So, adults of the Great White Sharks weigh between... But when it's here, I'm having a great time. <laughs> weigh between... Uh, 1,500 and 1,700 pounds on average. Oh, my. And then uh, there's that. Now, see, this is why I wish we had cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Cool. Continue with the shark specs, Ethan. So they're long. That's true. Whoa. They can be up to six feet tall, as in their height, not their length. Uh, Man, this is... Hence the shallow end. Hence the shallow end, yes. Uh, Here we are. Okay. Yes. Uh, Well, it said uh, sexual dimorphism. What? And I didn't know what that meant. Uh, It just means, no, it means females are generally larger than males, which is not very common in nature. Um, And we should give you a female. All right, so great white sharks. Up I'd be to, more morally okay with it. The <laughs> female was the one horny, and you know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like morally, it fits a little bit easier on me. Um, male great white sharks, on average, measure eleven to thirteen feet long. I'm just saying, like, and then they're six feet in height. Um, with the way my morals align, it fits my schedule better. Uh, how are their bites? You know, great white sharks, they're big. They're big sharks. You've seen Jaws. Just picture that. Gavin's going against that. Uh, We will post a poll on our story for you to vote. If you miss the poll, go to the post that's posted and comment your vote. Or you can comment on YouTube. All the votes are compiled together to get the correct answer, the truth of who wins this um, ravishing. And uh, the winner will be announced next week on Gavin vs. Wild. With that, uh, as we wrap things up here, Gavin, what's the song of the week? 
For this week's song of the week, we have <clears throat> A Man Without Love. Which uh, That's the Great might, White Shark. I was going to say, it might <laughs> be my case here. It might not be the case here soon. Uh, by Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> so, E N G E L B E R T Humperdinck. So, there you go. Ethan is very uh, insensitive towards names here. We apologize for that one. <laughs> it was the way you said it, the way you looked at me. Well, because that was a weird fucking oh name to just goodness. randomly pronounce. I'm sorry, Mr. Humperdinck. You you're have talking a... about the horny shark towards you, and you say Humperdinck. Uh, anyway, the song was made in 1968, <laughs> A Man Without Love. There you go. If you watched Moon Knight, uh, you know this song. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's a name. All right. <clears throat> right. Thank you for joining us. Um, be sure to follow our social medias. It's uh, at OEF White Noise on Instagram and then One Eyed Fits on YouTube. Uh, feel free to leave your comments in the comment section on YouTube and then for a chance to, to have them be read on the show. And speaking of comments, we do have a couple here. And um, this is uh, from Paul who was a guest host last week. Hey, Paul. And he said, update, my air was fixed. Let's go. But I had 99 stops. Mm. Also, another update, I bet on black twice and lost twice. (laughs) The next night, almost got into the mafia. Can't wait to tell you all the story. Also, for my last update, the the daycare that takes care of Achilles, which is his uh, German shepherd, uh, while they were gone, or while we were gone, called and told us that he escaped from his kennel and was running around the halls, uh, riling up all the other dogs. <laughs> his nickname over there is now Houdini, and we gave him lots of treats for that. You gave him treats for breaking wow. out of his cage? He was able to unlock it and then just roam around the hallways. <laughs> it's a very Achilles thing to do. Yeah. Starting an uprising with fucking Planet of the Apes. Good thing Paul's not hourly. Good thing he is an hourly. <laughs> Those fucking daycare workers must not have been hourly either. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so be sure to to leave a, a comment, and then we'll we'll probably read it. So leave a comment, please. There's not enough of you guys leaving comments. I see that you're listening. Go ahead and leave a comment. If you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple, go to YouTube, leave a comment. Or else Gavin will come to your house and uh, make you watch Morbius. <laughs> it's Morbid time. It's Morbid time. All right, we appreciate you for joining us. Um, always a pleasure. Anything you guys want to say? Um, I'm excited for Kenobi. I'm excited to fight this female shark. It's a male shark. No, we're changing it to female. No, nah, it's a male shark. No, nope. male yep. and female. Gavin yep. in the middle. They're both. I'll do that. I'll, if we're gonna have to compromise, I'll do male and female. <laughs> just the male. Oh. It's just the male. All clarification. It's just the male shark. In that case, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> More uh, Gavin morally, actually, Gavin actually won't be here next week because he will be simulating that. I'll be so we'll see what happens. Shark kids, <laughs> so you, you accept defeat. I don't accept defeat. <laughs> I will literally something else. <laughs> I literally will kill myself before that happens. Okay, all right. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. And with that being said, we have to go uh, lather Gavin up in baby lotion to get him ready for this fight. Yeah.